Welcome to another episode of the Loud City Podcast. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can find me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to recap the four games the Thunder have played since the last show. We will also talk about the West Western Conference standings, preview the week ahead, and also a Billy Donovan problem that keeps presenting itself. But let's start way back last Thursday, or excuse me, Friday against the Suns. The Thunder won this game, but it was a very sloppy game. Russell Westbrook shot 64% total, but he started the game playing poorly, and the second half he took over and really willed the Thunder to a sloppy uh, win, but a win nonetheless. In that same game, Terrence Ferguson turned in eight points on 100% shooting. Uh, You know, that was nothing to sneeze out of course but it was also a small sample size there wasn't much to talk about from this game again the basic the basic recap would be that they started slow and then finished hot or at least Russell Westbrook did the rest of the team never really got hot the next day they went to Portland and played the Trailblazers the three seed in the west was on the line and the Thunder lost that loss put the Thunder at the seventh seed in the west and in that game they shot 22 percent from three-point land, that is not good enough to beat almost anyone in this current NBA. Now, they did not have Carmelo Anthony, but Patrick Patterson was incredible starting in place of Melo. And something to note is once the Thunder get into the playoffs, how is Billy Donovan going to handle that? Because Patrick Patterson is the clear, is clearly the better player and the better option for this Thunder team. But Melo has the star power, and you don't want to you don't want to shake things up, especially in playoff time, in terms of um, chemistry, team chemistry, and and having a cancer in the locker room, so to speak. So that'll be really interesting to watch. But as far as just the basketball standpoint, the lineup with Patrick Patterson and Stephen Adams both in the game is so good because it makes Patrick Patterson even better. He's always been very good off the bench for this team, despite his poor first month. But he was also dealing with an injury during the first month of the season. But since then, he's really settled into his role. However, he's not a center, and at times, most of the time, the Thunder have to play him there due to a lack of depth. And letting him play the four just elevates his game so much more. I hope we see more of that. I hope in the playoffs we see that a ton. I think that in the playoffs we could realistically see Melo take that Enos Cantor role because he's such a defensive liability, but he's also so streaky on offense. You can have games where he's lighting it up. You can also have games where he's scoring 13 points on 14 shots. So you have to take the good with the bad, but this game was all bad. Paul George was terrible. Russell Westbrook scored 30 points, but he had to take 31 shots to get there. He was also awful. There was nothing positive to take away from this game besides besides Patrick Patterson. So then they had a couple days off, and on Tuesday they played the Rockets, and they lost again. The Thunder came out sloppy. 
They finished with 19 turnovers. 19. Now, the Rockets did have 20, I believe, but still, the Thunder turned the ball over 19 times. That is, that is unacceptable at any level, especially in the NBA. The Rockets shot 34 free throws. They went to the line 34 times. Excuse me, you know, they shot 34 times from the line. And from three, again, the Thunder struggled, only hitting 35% of their shots. They were out-rebounded by the Rockets. It was a terrible game. Russell Westbrook was good. Mello was okay. I think that Thunder fans want so badly for Mello to work that they will cling to anything. Well, yes, you cannot dispute that Carmelo Anthony had a good offensive game. He scored a lot of points. He was better getting rebounds, one of his best rebounding performances. And... He had a fine game. His shot selection was still very bad. There was a time, I believe it was a shot to to put him past Jerry West on the all-time scoring list. He shot it from three, made it, but as he shot, the, the defender was literally so close, it was such a contested shot that the defender fell on top of him. And those are shots, although they go in, that are blatantly stupid, especially early in the shot clock, which he likes to shoot them. You have to move the ball and you have to work the ball around. I think that we that Thunder fans gave Melo a lot more credit for the Rockets game than he deserved. While he was good offensively, he was still dreadful defensively. And I think at this point in his career, he'll always be dreadful defensively. But the frustrating part of that is he doesn't even show the effort to to be better on defense, to even try to defend anyone. You know, if he can't get the ball out on that initial swipe, he backs. He literally backs out of the way and gives up an easy bucket. So that's something that can't play in the playoffs. That's someone who can't play in the playoffs. But ultimately, this game was over at halftime. Uh, the score is closer than it really was. Uh, and then they went on Thursday and played the Suns at home, and they won by 28. Their largest lead was 29, ended up winning by 28. Russell Westbrook was incredible. For the first time in months, Really, since December, Russell Westbrook looked like Russell Westbrook. He shot 78% from the floor, had 27 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. He was electric, he was energetic, and he was efficient. He was also very, very fast. That speed was incredible on Thursday night. And so the problem with this game, while there's a lot of bright spots still to come, it was so good that Nick Collison got in and scored 4 points. They out-rebounded the Suns. They shot 42% from the floor. They shot 39% from deep. They still had 18 turnovers, and that is just, that's just ridiculous. There's no excuse. No team can force you in the NBA to have 18 turnovers. You have to have self-inflicted wounds to do that, and the Thunder had a lot of them. It was sloppy. You can attribute some of that to it being a blowout and, and getting lackadaisical. But in general, that's something the Thunder need to clean up and need to clean up now. Now, while there were a lot of, of bright spots in this game, Terrence Ferguson left the game with a concussion. He's still in concussion protocol as of right now. His, his, his game status for tomorrow against the Spurs is unknown. But while the Thunder played a great game last night, it was against the Suns, one of the worst teams in the NBA. So I, I struggled to take that with, without a grain of salt. I'd like to see them do it. Repeatedly, this is the first time, you know, or at least a small handful of a time where they actually dominated a team that they should have dominated, that they should have, you know, defeated handily. And they did that. They did their job. We've been begging them to do this all season long. So I I do give them a lot of credit for finally doing it. 
I do give them a lot of credit for keeping the foot on the gas and just burying a team that you're much better than. But I do still wonder about the consistency that they can do this. And they have a, they have a chance this week to prove me and to prove to Thunder fans that this is the real them and they finally turned it on. We'll get into that here in a little bit. But there's a problem with Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Billy Donovan. And this problem, I don't know whose fault it is, but it is a problem with the three of them. Paul George is not getting enough touches in the clutch, and I don't know if that's because Paul George doesn't want it. I don't know if that's because Russell Westbrook doesn't want to give it. And I don't know if that's Billy Donovan not drawing up plays for him. But either way, Paul George, when he's hot, needs the ball. And so many times this season, he has been the hot hand at the end of the third and not gotten the ball to start the fourth or even the entire fourth quarter. Or he's been the hot hand at the start of the fourth quarter. And at the midway point and on, he no longer gets touches. And And in some instances, that's cost them to lose games. So that has to stop. Russell Westbrook is inconsistent. He had a great game against the Suns. I hope he can turn it around. He's just been so Jekyll and Hyde this season. He needs to gain consistency because as he goes, this Thunder team goes. And for Billy Donovan, it's the rotations. We've all known that he was going to tinker with the lineup. He does it every single year. He did it at Florida. This is who he is. But it's March. The season ends in literally two days over a month. Your rotations rotations should be figured out by now. And I think that Corey Brewer will do that. Corey Brewer got the start on Thursday against the Suns. I had said on the last podcast that he will settle the rotations. I thought he'd start Saturday. He only played. He didn't start. He also played Tuesday. You know, he was what you'd expect on those two games for a guy that literally got into town on game day, had no practices with the team, and maybe had one before the Rockets because there's just no way that the Thunder practiced on Sunday after a back-to-back. They might not have even practiced on Monday. So he was what you'd expect. Thursday against the Suns, he was really good in the starting role. He was energetic, of course. He brought effort, which, again, is something that the Thunder need desperately. They finally got it from him. He was very good cutting to the basket. He was okay shooting. I mean, in general, this season, he's been like an 18% three-point shooter. But for for what he was, he only took he's only taken about six threes that I can remember off the top of my head, and he's made some of them, and that's better than nothing. So I think, again, he'll settle their rotations, but if he doesn't, then that's a big problem because you have to know, these guys have to know when to expect to come in and what their job is going to be. And so that also presents Josh Eustis. He was the starter, now he's not because Corey Brewer is Billy Donovan's guy. I said that last podcast, I think Corey Brewer from now on is the starting shooting guard for your Oklahoma City Thunder. And now they can finally utilize Josh Hustis in the role that they wanted to, and that's to be Paul George's backup. And going back to the rotations, he needs consistent minutes. Too many times he will start the game hot, go to the bench, and just never return. Or return too early or too late, and then never get the crucial minutes he needs. They have to settle that rotation. That's just one of the biggest problems the Thunder have this year. So Paul George needs to get the ball in the clutch. Russell Westbrook needs to be more consistent. And Billy Donovan just needs to be better. He needs to be a better coach. So let's talk about the Western Conference standings. They are very tight right now. 
The Rockets are the one seed, Warriors two, Trailblazers three, Pelicans four, Spurs five, Timberwolves six, Thunder seven, and the Clippers are the eighth seed as of Friday night. This week, the Thunder play the Spurs. They play them tomorrow. The Spurs will be without Kawhi Leonard, and they will be without Paul Paul Gasol. Now, Gasol is questionable, although if a player is questionable, especially for a primetime game, I fully expect Greg Popovich to sit him out. So, with that being said, this is a must-win game for the Thunder on primetime on ABC, yada, 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 in in a competitive West. This is a must-win game. They don't have their best defender, and they don't have a very good player, and you're at home. Win this game. They get an off day, and then Monday they play the Kings. Again, the Kings are terrible. Beat the Kings, especially at home. And it's a back-to-back. They go on and face the Hawks the next day at Atlanta. The Hawks are dreadful, just like the Kings, just like the Suns. Beat them, and beat them handedly. Again, prove that Thursday was no fluke. Prove that that is the the new thunder, for a lack of a better word. That that is the team that we can expect from here on out. That it really is showtime, as Carmelo Anthony said before the All-Star break. So this has to be a 3-0 week. Especially with how tight the West is, how easily the thunder could fall out of the playoff picture. This has to be a 3-0 week. Because the schedule will tighten up here soon. That's just the next three games before the next podcast. Coming up, the Thunder have the uh, the Raptors, who are a top team in the East, the Celtics, who are a top team in the East, the Heat, who are catching fire, the Spurs again, the Nuggets, the Blazers. They have a lot of tough games coming up. They need to capitalize on the on the Spurs without Kawhi and without Pau Gasol, and the Kings, who are bad, and the Hawks, who are bad. This has to be a 3-0 week. So with that being said, the Loud City Podcast will be, will be back on Wednesday. Follow at Loud City Pod on Twitter and at Ryland underscore Styles on Twitter for more Thunder news and notes. And I will see you next time. Thunder.